0: Welcome to LOL, You're Gay, a gay comedy podcast with Adam Myatt and Lisa Buchanan. Hey, Lisa.
1: Hey, Adam. How you doing? I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm good. Good. What What's going on? Why is the, the room all decorated?
1: There's so much going on. <laughs> this room is red year round. It's very festive all the time.
0: Right. It's Yeah, see, yeah it's definitely seasonally appropriate right now and uh i'm just i guess i'm just imagining the decorations but i'm
1: mm-hmm.
0: imagining decorations for our season 2 finale yes finale decorations indeed it's like a lot of like retirement type like gravestone <laughs> maybe to have a nice oh, rest of your life yeah
1: over the hill that sort of yeah yeah
0: yeah it's been another season
1: it's been another season and a full year a full year since we started the podcast
0: it feels like yesterday.
1: We're like Survivor. We fit two seasons in one calendar year, <laughs> or close to one calendar year. And
0: we plan to keep fitting two seasons for the next thirty-five to forty seasons. Yes. Until Jeff Probst eventually kicks it. Yeah. We're just doing this until Jeff Probst stops. Pretty much. Um, this is our attempt to make him stop. <laughs> no, I I I, uh, well, I like a, I like a Survivor now and then.
1: Yeah, I, I like Jeff Probst. I admire that he has stuck with that show yeah. this entire time. It's, it's hard remarkable. to believe. And I, I have not dipped into it recently, but the last time I did, I found it remarkable that he really does remember everybody who's mm. been on that show and has things that he can say about all of them. That's hard to and believe. And at this point, I would have long started to forget from well, year to year who was hundreds on hundreds of people. Oh, yeah, it is. I don't know and, and there, about, you get the occasional repeat on an all stars edition or something right. like that but it's mostly new folks every time. Oh.
0: Well and and uh not not as relevant f- for you but I'm also very excited all uh drag race uh all stars 4 is out right, right. now. Yes. Uh I've been I've been uh, enjoying uh the first episode was a little weird. Oh. But uh but that's okay. And uh, just one of my one of my favorites, who I was really hoping to like go the long term, uh, did not go the long term. Oh no! Uh, yeah, so that's you know, it's well, hey.
1: disappointing. I've been watching one of my favorite TV competition shows, mm-hmm. Top Chef, which premiered right. a couple of weeks ago, and uh, the person that I had like instant instant connection, like oh, she's my favorite, she's mm-hmm. the one I want, gone in the second episode.
0: Yep. I know that's a, that's a problem. If like, you're a reality contestant, you don't want me on your side because <laughs> I have a really bad track record with advocating for someone or like being like that person's great, and then they're immediately cut.
1: Oh,
0: um, so you're a
1: bad luck charm.
0: I'm a terrible luck charm. Mm. So it's I don't know if it's great or not that you've hitched your wagon, uh, <laughs> hitched your way, you've hitched. Your, you know what I mean? That yeah, we've, it's we, a, we it's that we a do turn st- of
1: phrase that people it's use. It's a turn
0: of phrase. What does turn of phrase mean? as a phrase
1: i can explain that less easily than hitching a wagon to one thing or another
0: (laughs) right um it's
1: it's different than a play on words it's an interesting little idiom isn't it
0: well there you go idiom Mm. what's that mean who knows (laughs) either way it's been two seasons yes isn't this exciting can you believe it
1: I can't. I mean, I can. No, I had great. I had high hopes and confidence both in us.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, when you make your seasons short, it's not that hard. True. But we're short. The HBO podcasts.
1: Exactly. Good. Limited series approach.
0: (laughs) My description of HBO is just good. I don't (laughs) know. Limited series, right? I get it now. Yeah. 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 Two seasons, one whole year, Uh, and it's that time of year. It's the merry old Christmas time mm-hmm. uh, in the city. Yes, and outside of the city. Um, well, the
1: song is specific. right. Well, silver this silver bells. I think that's is that where you were going. Silver with that? bells yeah, is where it's I was Christmas heading. Christmas time
0: in the city. Christmas time in the city. Ring a ling, ring. <laughs> hear them
1: ring. <laughs> it's oddly repetitive.
0: <laughs> I thought it was going to be hear them ring for some reason because I was like it couldn't possibly be the same word. Um, yeah, hear them ring. Uh, it's Christmas time, yes. and uh, how how do you feel about that? You look you look a little you look festive. I
1: am. It was it was snowing. I actually had when I woke up this morning and I looked out my window and it was snow. There was this big fluffy snow and it was mm. it had accumulated on the ground by the time I woke up because I sleep in a little bit more than the average person probably. Um, I was excited by the snow.
0: I was surprised because I've been like. I just got all these new window coverings, so mm. it's just pitch black in my home. <laughs> and so when I open the door for the first time, that's my first look at the day. Oh, geez! And it was very jarring.
1: How do you prepare for the day when you're getting oh. dressed if you don't know what the weather is?
0: <laughs> How do I prepare for the day? There's your problem.
1: <laughs> right. We have we have discussed your morning routine. the it's main, brief.
0: The main, it's, it, is, it can be easily described or very accurately described as brief. <laughs> uh, it's a brief routine. Uh, it just is. It's the same routine every day. And I just kind of make it work when I leave the house. Yeah. Um Yeah. I don't know. I just I don't know how to I don't know what I would do differently with the different information. Right. I, I don't know how I would take yeah. that and apply it to the situation. Yeah. So.
1: so I saw the snow and put on my fuzzy woolly sweater. Right. Even though it's actually not terribly cold out. It's it's just about zero degrees. Yeah. And it was like an oven in my office. Mm. so yeah that was the sweater didn't stay on all day oh, right. that way i wore a layer i hate having to ten- like
0: give up a look or give up a part yeah. of the look
1: yeah i have kind of i don't know i'm not super coordinated i'm just wearing black sneakers they're not usually i wear like a colored sneaker if i can to match my right my shirt but they're nice Oh, they're fine. So they keep all the attention on the shirt. I didn't slip too many times in the slush, so they're That's decent. They're a decent pair of shoes. I'm very excited.
0: Do, what do you have any big, 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 huge <laughs> plans?
1: Nothing huge. Nothing huge. No, um, kind of what has become the usual over the last couple of years, which is um, so I have this nice perk where my office closes for almost about two weeks. Mm. Um, so I'm done work on the 20th of December, Amazing, which will probably be the past by the time folks are listening to this. If I have yes. to guess, um, so I'll be relaxing. <laughs> uh, I'll go to Cape Breton to my parents' place for a couple of days. Mm. And then the, my parents and I will come back to the Halifax area to have Christmas at my sister's house, uh, with her and her husband. And, uh, his parents so we've got a kind of a house full Hmm. plus her dog and uh then i'll spend the rest of the break here so i get like a week of family time and a week of quote-unquote me time Mm. to run errands and see some friends and uh, get housework done and that sort of thing watch a bunch of movies read a book or two Mm. take it easy
0: i always aspire to like i'm gonna read a book over the break
1: Mm. i do too i rarely get through an entire book
0: i really rarely get through an entire book I really get entire through an entire book like period. <laughs> it's not something I'm very well, very well at doing. That's not how you say it. No. Very good at doing. Capable. I don't. Doesn't matter. Can't, I can't read. I uh, can't read. Can't speak. And my thing that I do is speak. So I'm I'm working at it. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I don't have any have huge plans, working a bunch. Mm. Uh, I love to work over the holidays. Uh, it gives me an excuse to be like, "Oh, I'm I got to I'm so, I got to work. I'm sorry I got to miss it." <laughs> um not that I don't want to see people, but um, I like being home. Mm. Um yeah, ho- holidays, Christmas very specifically kind of feels like the majority of that is just, just like it's this big lead up to spending two to four hours talking to people, talking to f- strange family members about trucks or <laughs> <laughs> driving or a tool yes. or whatever. And, like, it's fine, but I'd rather be uh, watching TV, mm. which is a real go-to
1: for yeah. me. Yeah.
0: But, you know, that's fine. i will got a couple days to do it.
1: Do you have any... Christmas specials that you like to watch?
0: Funny you ask. <laughs> it's not the funny word. This is the whole point of this is we're talking to each other. <laughs> it's kind of um, a topic. It's we're, we're talking to each other about Christmas so it makes sense. Yeah, no, I actually just set my DVR to record a couple things. Um, I've been feeling like particularly nostalgic for Christmas of my childhood. Mm. And so, and I've been listening to a lot of like the soundtrack for Rudolph, uh, the like sixties Rudolph, the Burl Lives Rudolph. Yes.
1: One of my favorites of all. It's
0: so good. Um, I just set the DVR to record it. Cause I was like, it's obviously going to come on at some point.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but I don't want to miss it. So I was like, oh, I'll record it. And I recorded a frosty. Mm-hmm. I don't know which frosty. The one I want is the cartoon frosty with that, like that jerk in the hat. You know what I mean? The, the, the top hat? He's like a magician? Yes. He's like a yeah, jerk yeah, yeah. magician.
1: Yeah. They're from the same series, that one and Rudolph, even though that one's not stop motion animation. Right. I have a DVD box set um, that has of course. Rudolph, which yeah. is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, which is another stop motion animation one. Mm-hmm. The Little Drummer Boy, which I have never watched. <laughs> and Frosty Maybe the Snowman. The which I think I've only watched Frosty a couple of times. It wasn't right. one that my mom... My, my mother is wonderful and <laughs> uh, trained me to be a TV kid by recording many, many things from the right. television onto v- VHS tapes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a VCR, uh, VHS tape called Christmas Shows, and Frosty didn't make it onto that tape mm. uh, with the other ones that I've watched. Hundreds and hundreds of times. Mm-hmm. So, um, I have access to Frosty, though. If you get the wrong one recorded, let me know.
0: That's great. I actually will absolutely take you up on that offer because mm. I really want to watch it.
1: I love the Rudolph one because even though a lot of people uh, that I encounter despise it,
0: despise I'm,
1: yeah, like they just they hate the 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 stop motion Rudolph. I can't weird. understand it. That's I think really it's strange. weird. the The strange experience I had with it. A few years ago when I got this DVD box set Mm -hmm. was that what I didn't realize was that when my mother recorded it off of the television in the, I don't know, late 80s, I guess it would have been. Mm -hmm. um, It was edited for it was shortened for television so they could cram some more ads in. So there are a few scenes that are either shortened or missing. Mm -hmm. And when you watch the full length version, Santa Claus is so much more of a jerk (laughs) than he is in the version that I grew up, the shortened version that I grew up watching. There's a scene that's missing entirely from the one I grew up with where there's a where a choir practice with the elves and Santa is horrible. <laughs> he's so mean and angry and he's part of the like the reason that Rudolph is shunned yeah, yeah. by the whole community. <laughs> he he buys into it this yeah. whole like oh you're a weirdo, leave. Um But I love that one because it's such a queer story.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah.
1: That Island of Misfit Toys?
0: Yeah, I've been listening I've been listening to that song way more than is normal (laughs) lately.
1: (laughs) It's not even Christmassy. It's
0: not even Christmassy. I've been listening to that song and uh, There's Always Tomorrow. Those two songs. There's always tomorrow. Clarice
1: song is so good.
0: I think that was maybe one of the first moments when I was a child where I was like truly somber and I was like, Life gets dark yes and that was like and i i don't know why but i like connect with that so much mm-hmm. yeah and then the yeah Missa toys like that whole shtick is like oh it's yeah. so good yeah
1: and i mean hermy is so like it's so easy to read hermy the dentist as oh yeah gay
0: oh i I think it would be very difficult to read him as anything but that. <laughs> yeah.
1: So I don't know. I feel like perhaps having watched that so many times as a kid, maybe it mm. was a little bit formative, and that that misfit toys thing kind of stuck with me. Yeah. Um. But I also just love stop motion animation. It fascinates me, mm. and it's on my list of like if I could have done any job. Yeah. In the world, yeah, it would yeah. have been learn how to do that for a living.
0: It's so much work. It's, so it's not like I work. I I did I did a little bit of it when I was like in high school. Mm. I mean, of course I did. Um <laughs> most people went to parties, I sat in my basement and made stop animations. Yep. Um and look this at us look traffic. at us now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh yeah, I would do them and then you'd be you'd be hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of working and you're like, "Let's watch it." And then it's like 12 seconds. <laughs> yep. You're like, what have I been spending my t-? I remember I made this video. It took me, like, weeks. Mm-hmm. And all that happened, it was two-dimensional. It was made out of paper. Mm. And it was this butterfly. And it, like, flew across the screen and then sank down onto this flower. And then it kind of knocked the flower so the petals all fell off. And then it flew away. That took me weeks. <laughs> <laughs> it was, like, a minute long. Yep. Yeah. And so I just have a lot of respect That's for anybody who yeah. has ever, but especially for people who still do, because it makes no sense anymore. I know. Because there's. Just, anyway.
1: But it's, yeah, it's so good. I love the, yeah, I love Rudolph. And there's also, the, so Rankin and Bass, the, the produced this series of Christmas specials. The Santa Claus is Coming to Town is the other one that my mom had recorded. So I right. watched that one many, many times as well. And it also has a somber moment with, with the female sort of love interest um, hmm. character. And I don't like that song as much as It's Always Tomorrow. Hmm. Um, and there's also the, there's a creepy factor with that one because there's a song that Santa Claus sings about, to the kids about sitting on his lap. And it's like, oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> unfortunate. Yeah. Phrasing. It's... Yeah. Yeah. It's not great. But I, I like the plot line in that one with, uh, the Winter Warlock, um, oh, softening up, oh, like the
0: icy guy, yeah, right. And they had that
1: great song about putting one foot in front of the other,
0: right? Oh, and there's like the the climber guy, is there's like the, the the like mountain guy, or is that a different he, movie? He's in Rudolph. He's in Rudolph. Yeah, that's Yukon um, Cornelius. Movies. Right, right, right.
1: Um, the one with the Winter Warlock, it's him and Chris Kringle. Pre Santa Claus being his name. Right. And there's a little penguin.
0: Oh, yeah. 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 Who yeah. finds
1: his way from the South Pole because there's no penguins <laughs> in the North Pole. They actually explain it.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, they point been, out that he's not a long time.
1: meant to be there. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Look at that. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I, yeah. I'm excited to like sit down and like have a cozy time, mm-hmm. eat some hors d'oeuvres. Yeah. I think my favorite part about December is hors d'oeuvres. Oh. It is tell me just, about it. Yeah, it's hors d'oeuvres wall to wall, and I'm here for it. I'm mm-hmm. ready for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, bring them on. Mm-hmm. Is all I have to say.
1: Yeah, Christmas Eve with my family now for the last number of years used to be. It used to be we would go to church on Christmas Eve mm-hmm. and then go to my mom's best friend's house for a little party and then go home and Santa would arrive. Now because my parents moved and we don't drive all the way to Sydney to go to church and now we're at my sister's house. But even before that happened, Church is now, we watch National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation as a family.
0: <laughs> right.
1: And we make those that big thing of frozen hors d'oeuvres that mm. you buy at the grocery store. Oh, heaven. And just laugh at this thing we've watched every year for I don't know how long at this point. Mm-hmm. Same jokes. But it's priceless. Yeah. I love that movie.
0: That sounds great. I don't know if I've ever finished that movie. Oh
1: my gosh!
0: I feel feel like it's one of those movies that's been like it's on the TV all the time. Yeah. So I've seen it. I'm sure. Yeah. But I've never. I don't know if I've ever seen it in chronological order of the film. Right. And you can
1: watch it in clips. Like, there's a plot for sure, but you can watch little bits and pieces and still get a laugh out totally out of context. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of standalone bits that still work.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. I've been I've been having this urge to watch. Home Alone.
1: Oh yeah, I, I have.
0: I, it has been so long since I've seen those.
1: It's so good. It holds up. Yeah, so well.
0: I want to check them out. Yeah, because it's, it's been years and years and years. I just, I don't know. I've been feeling like really weirdly nostalgic this year. Mm-hmm. Like I decorated my cubicle. Oh. I am not, I'm not. I don't decorate. I'm not a Christmassy person particularly, but I was just. I felt moved to deck to like really, and I really like. I did it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, Is there and tinsel I, or Oh, there's lots of tinsel. Good. Um there's all kinds of like tacky little like glitter santas and all this stuff. So my coworkers like started getting into my desk. Like they didn't decorate their own, but they started like decorating mine with me. Oh,
1: and so, so it's so, like, a collaborative.
0: Yeah, like I'm 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 off on Fridays and so like I came in on Monday and a bunch of people I work with had like made um paper snowflakes, like the cutout things, and like yes. put them all over. It looks great. I'm gonna, I might leave it up all year because I'm like, I'm really feeling it. It's, it's you know, it's like a beige office. I feel like it's a little cheerier. Yeah. Um, and I know it might, sound as a, might come as a surprise to people who know me that I want something cheerier in my life. But <laughs> you know what? It's 2018 going on 2019. I'm going to be a whole new person.
1: I look forward <laughs> to it. I'm excited. I don't
0: know. I'm just having a good day. Come I'm on. having a weird up day. Uh, next time it'll be... It'll be it'll be something different next time, <laughs> but yeah, Christmasy Christmas times, uh yeah, that's my that's my kind of that's my plan. I'm yep. not gonna do too much um, but just keep it cozy, you know yeah, um that's all that really matters.
1: Cozy is priority one.
0: Do you have any big New year's plans?
1: No, in fact, I'm the least new year'sy person, probably mm. my growing up. My parents weren't ones to go out for New Year's. They always just stayed home yeah, and watched a movie. And so that's what I did growing up. Mm-hmm. And even like as an adult myself, I can count on less than the fingers on one hand <laughs> the number of times I've gone out yeah. for New Year's. Um, I'm not a huge partier, and typically it would have been just to a friend's house party or something like that. Mm. Uh, but I'm much more inclined. I think it's an over... Blown occasion. Yeah, I feel similarly about birthdays. There's way too much. I like birthdays and mm-hmm. I celebrate my birthday, but there's way too much pressure on New Year's and birthdays in particular to have an amazing time. <laughs> it's asking a lot of one night.
0: Yeah, well, I think and I think it's one of those. I think it's one of those things where there's this expectation it's going to be amazing, mm-hmm. and it never is.
1: I can't imagine that it is. No. Because it's just... what I hear about pe- from people who go out is y- you wait in line, mm-hmm. you wait for cabs, mm-hmm. and then you pay at least twice as much in cover as you would to get into the place you went last weekend, mm-hmm. maybe not last weekend because it's Christmas, but two weekends ago mm-hmm. for the same band, and it's just because the bar can charge that much for you to go in. That does not interest me whatsoever.
0: No. No, I, I've really tried- I feel like I've really put my New Year's time in um, to go to things Mm. and like, I'm open to it eventually. But for the time being, I'm gonna like, just kind of kick it low key. Yeah, (laughs) kick it low key. I've never said that before.
1: You're a new person. I'm
0: a new person. I'm trying out some new catchphrases. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Kick it low-key. Kick it low-key. I like it. I'm going to make some merch. There's going to be t-shirts. That's going to be the first (laughs) Um, (laughs) t-shirt. But, yeah, I just, I like, like, I think I'm going to just, like, stay close to home when I meet up with a couple of friends and have a cozy hors d'oeuvre time. Yeah. Uh, Because that's really what matters. And we should be uh, focusing on hors d'oeuvres. I mean, it's my opinion.
1: I totally agree. I like to stay in watch a movie and I'll strategically pick a movie that I've watched before and yeah. know that I like and be, have that be the movie that I watch over the course of the night like right. into the new year. Think, yeah. Let's get things off to a great start. I'll watch this uh movie a couple of years ago it was Adventures in Babysitting, which is an old favorite of mine that I watched <laughs> so many times when I was in grade primary. My mm-hmm. mother would I don't know why she never bought the movie. I rented that movie yeah. so many times from <laughs> the video store. We paid for it five times over. Yeah. But I, I own it now on DVD. Mm-hmm. So that's a good one because it's about people. I think the parents are at a, I'm not sure if it's a New Year's party, but it's definitely a wintertime party right. that the parents are out at. And it's Chicago in the winter and, well, similarly to Home Alone. Mm-hmm. um, What is his name? Christopher Columbus. <laughs> <laughs> that's the director's name right Chris Columbus he doesn't go by Christopher because that's the guy who supposedly quote unquote founded North America which he did not um, yeah Chris Columbus he directed he directed Home Alone and Adventures in Babysitting right. he has this ability with those two and other movies to make Chicago look like the most terrifying place on the planet mm. Adventures in Babysitting is scary yeah Especially poor Brenda, at the the friend at the bus station who's running away from home. Do you remember this? Have you seen the movie? I
0: feel like I've seen it, but I don't remember that scene.
1: Brenda is uh, Elizabeth Shue's friend, and oh, it's she's a famous actor, and I can't remember who it is. Um, she runs away from home, but she doesn't have any money, so she gets stuck at the bus station, and somebody steals her glasses, and she thinks that there's like a cat, and she starts petting this cat. Of course, it's a giant rat. Right. Anyway, terrible things happen, and I love that movie. This is a very long tangent. Um, <laughs> to simply say that I like to watch movies, right, and eat hors d'oeuvres or get some takeout mm-hmm. for myself because on New Year's Day I have friends in for dinner, right, and that's my way of like having a New Year's thing. party thing. Yeah, but it's not doesn't have near the pressure of New Year's Eve. Mm-hmm. People are a lot of people have been out the night before, so they don't want to get up for brunch the next day yeah, and it gives me the full day to prepare the food mm. nothing else is going on because it's a holiday everything's closed mm-hmm. it forces me to prep everything like have all my groceries in and ready to go mm-hmm. and I just take my time getting dinner ready nice. during the day and it's a nice way to start the year off
0: yeah yeah, yeah I feel like I, I grew up we would just we, we didn't but like, my parents were the same they didn't go out they didn't mm. like really do stuff um <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's true uh, they didn't do a lot uh they worked a lot and then we were just hanging out um but uh yeah we would just like usually either go to my grandmother's or like mm-hmm. hang out somewhere at some of my relatives mm-hmm. and we would put the the breakfast television oh, um yeah. uh live it wasn't a stream then what was it called broadcast it Just live
1: television yes
0: <laughs> a live broadcast um uh of the um Grand Parade. Grand Parade. Yeah. Yeah, of the Grand Parade and of the New Year's festivities. Yes. Uh, for those of you who don't live in Nova Scotia, breakfast television is just the morning show here. Um, mm-hmm. It probably still is on. but Yeah, back... and I think
1: it's called that in other regions in Canada. In fact, now it's not called that anymore. It's CTV oh, it's Morning like, Live. Right. But it used to be breakfast television. Breakfast television. And yeah, I always thought that was kind of funny that breakfast television yeah. hosted the New Year's Eve yeah. party. Yeah. These people don't, they're usually asleep.
0: They're breakfast experts. (laughs) They don't know nothing about the night. (laughs) Well, either way, we would turn that on. Yeah, to watch watch the countdown and the the concert. We'd make like 800 egg rolls (laughs) and (laughs) be like, there goes another year. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And
1: and here comes another
0: one. one. (laughs) And that was pretty much it. But it was nice. It was cozy. Yeah. So, you know, I can't really complain about it.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you set New Year's resolutions as a rule? Um, not
0: always. I ha- it, de- it kind of depends on the year and what mm-hmm. kind of mood I'm in. Mm-hmm. Um, two years ago, maybe two years, three years ago, I was, and I still do, but I was eating way too much fast food. I was like, mm. it was just, it was a problem um, and continues to be a bit of a problem, but <laughs> it's whatever. Um, so I decided I was like, no more drive throughs mm. Like if I'm going to get it, I'm going to go inside and order, and uh, that actually was really good. It was really positive. Uh, It it made it a little more of a healthy uh, thing. And uh, so I I try to do that kind of stuff. I try not to be too like, I'm going to, here's the thing, I'm not. I'm not going to do it. (laughs) This
1: this is smart because, I mean, if you read the articles on the internet, they do say that, a vast majority of New Year's resolutions don't last past February. Totally, fourteenth or whatever.
0: And I've like, I've actually been like genuinely, not because of the time of year, but just genuinely thinking about like, oh, I actually, I kind of want to take like a fitness class, like mm. some kind of like, not CrossFit, but like just something to like, you know, get me moving. Yeah. And then I'm like, but it's December. I can't start something like that now. <laughs> I have to. I have to wait till at least February to start. Yeah. Because otherwise I just look like I'm one of those people that goes out and gives a gym membership in January and <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that, but like,
1: there's a lot of people. There's a lot of, the, it, yeah. It's, and the it's, gyms will be busy for about three weeks. Yeah. And then it'll level out again.
0: And so I'm going to wait, but I'm going to do it. But, but d- d- to answer your question, <laughs> yes and no, if mm-hmm. I'm kind of, if I don't like make an effort to figure out something, but if it's something I'm like, I kind of want to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. What
1: yeah. about you? Um, for a long time, not really, hmm. not really i I'm a bit of a contrarian uh, I will <laughs> confess to be to that to that it relates to my not wanting to like make a big deal out of New Year's Eve right I feel like for some people new year's is a is a great excuse to like set some goals, mm-hmm. but I feel like the contrarian in me feels like well, you could just pick any day of the year. And set a goal. You don't need it to be the first of the year. Time is a human construct. Yeah. (laughs) As is the calendar. Yep. You could just pick next Tuesday (laughs) to set a goal. Yeah. And so that's, I was of that mindset for a long time. I think Mm -hmm. that was just me, like, not really wanting to sit down at a particular time of the year. Well, I mean, to be fair,
0: to be fair, like... The de- the dead of winter is not a great time to try to enact it's, change. No. That seems like a bad idea. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just stay cozy, hang on, and then the sun's going to come back out, then focus on that stuff then. Yes. You know? I feel like it should be spring resolutions.
1: April 20th. There you go. Spring equinox.
0: 420. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> I wonder how little significance that's going to have now that things are legal. It's hard to know. I don't partake myself, but it, yeah. it, it would interest me to see, like...
0: I feel like people are still gonna, still gonna like yeah. ride it out. I'm I feel sure. like it's gonna be less like, it's gonna be like a fa- it'll be there'll be family events now. Right. It'll just be like way less cool. Yeah. You know, because not-
1: it's not gonna, n- unless you go to some designated non-smoking area. Yeah. You're not doing anything wrong. It's not like you're no. not making any sort of political statement by showing up on Parliament no. Hill or wherever. No. Anyway. But
0: either way, so But yeah, so rest- maybe it'll become
1: a goal setting. <laughs> Uh, Occasion, but uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, I feel like I like to set goals, and I definitely find myself at this time of year, partly because my office closes and things kind Mm. of, kind of wind down a little bit. I get it. I like to plan, right? So I get into planning mode at this time of year, where I just think I don't want to start anything. I also don't even. I'm not great at finishing the things I'm working on. I just want to think about. What are we gonna do in the next six right. months? Both like on a personal level and also at work. And there are I have a couple of coworkers who are of the same mindset and we're just mm-hmm. like, can we just like do we just have a meeting before we go <laughs> and just like talk about what we're gonna do? Like, yes. I don't wanna do anything right now. No. I just want to make a plan. Yeah. So that that mode definitely sets in for me mm-hmm. around this time of year. Which I think is nice because I have that downtime over the break and I can actually now take the time to just sit and like reflect, as they say, which is, right. you know, kind of a loaded word, but or cliche at this point. But mm-hmm. that is what people are doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's a, it's a good exercise to kind of look back on. Yeah. If you have to pick an arbitrary length of time, the calendar year and and see what went well, what didn't mm-hmm. and make some make some plans. Yeah. Not necessarily set goals. I think that's a different hmm. thing. But I'm I'm more interested in planning than goal setting. <laughs> Sometimes the two need to go hand in hand. Yeah. And I think that's why some people don't meet their New Year's resolutions. Oh, yeah. Is they just set this goal, but then yeah. they don't think, what are the steps that are like, the many steps that might be required to oh, get yeah. to this goal?
0: No, totally. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the for me, like, Something that's kind of, like, been – something I've been realizing more and more is, like, the small stuff is what I need to, like, focus on Mm. and break things apart and then things become more manageable and actually, like, get things done. I accomplish stuff. (laughs) Yeah. And I feel like the last, like, year or two years um, has been – I've been better at that. I'm not perfect, obviously. Nobody's perfect, but I'm especially not perfect. (laughs) Um, But I feel like I'm getting better at that kind of, like – Focusing on the smaller stuff, mm-hmm. getting you know those little tiny blocks, yeah, and getting to a bigger picture.
1: Yeah, there's actually a book. I cannot remember the author's name off the top of my head, but the book is called "Getting Things Done," mm. which is the phrasing you used, right. and it's about exactly that. It's yeah. a it's a productivity book, um, and the whole concept of getting things done. I think mm. it's even a trademarked phrase at this point. I'm not sure, right? Or people use the shorthand of GTD, right? Um, and that's exactly the concept: is mm-hmm. you have this big project or goal that you're meant to achieve, and the only way you're going to get it done is to break that ta- that big task down into many smaller tasks, mm-hmm. so that it seems like a much more manageable, and it is becomes yeah. a much more manageable task when yeah. you see it forces you to plan and to see all the things that you have to do to mm-hmm. get to the end goal.
0: Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's all for me. It's like it's like a, it's a total psychological thing too, because. When I'm like working on something and if I'm like if a a to-do list to write up um, I also write down things that I've already done so <laughs> I can just cross it off immediately oh, that's the best feeling. and like that feels it feels good to have a to-do list with a few things crossed off yeah because it's not as daunting as like just a giant to-do list of like a bunch of horrifying things yeah and it can be simple stuff like for me like if I'm having I'm having a day <laughs> and like I write you know had a nice lunch.
1: Mm-hmm. Cross it on,
0: you know like little things that are like easily attained yeah and you know took a little break yeah over and over again that's crossed off lots um I think that's
1: great i don't do the. i i make lists every day mm-hmm. of uh, what i need to get done or what what is on my schedule yeah um i've been using this bullet journal method for the last mm. year and a bit almost two years actually um and it's mostly working out for me there's still some things that aren't perfect about it um but, I, yeah, I maybe I should start doing that. I like to keep – I've been very bad at my journaling, mm-hmm. which I've talked about before. I've been really, <laughs> really bad at it since the summer. I haven't written a single thing. But I, I like to use my agenda as mm-hmm. a way of kind of very shorthand journaling, at least what I did. Mm-hmm. There may not be any commentary. Mm-hmm. But I like the idea of having those little, like, not – uh not small things like that. Maybe they don't take yeah. much time, but they're also very important. Like, yeah, totally. I did look away from my screen every twenty minutes.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: things like that. But... I feel like if
0: I don't like schedule that stuff in, like if I don't schedule like taking breaks in when I'm like when I'm really busy. Obviously, when I'm not super busy, it's f- easier to take. Mm-hmm. But like when I'm super busy, um, and there's a there's a gap between things where I could. Do something else if I'm asked. Like, can can you handle this as well? Mm. I could fit it in, but then there's like not a minute in that day where I can like just sit and take a breath. Yeah, and that I just that is that doesn't work for me anymore. It used to work for me when I was, you know, twenty. A
1: young whippersnapper.
0: It does not work for me anymore. (laughs) And and yeah, so like I I fully like schedule breaks. Like not at work. I mean, like Mm. well, it worked too, but like in my life, like Mm -hmm. I'm just like this. Afternoon, I'm not doing anything, or I'm yeah. gonna like go to the park, or I'm gonna like go drink a coffee, or like whatever. Um, because if I don't do that stuff, I just get I get so like stressed mm. out, and mm-hmm. I just can't deal with it. Yeah. So I need to I need to schedule it in until I learn how to like just naturally do it.
1: Yes, I make a habit.
0: But I like to stay busy. Yeah. That's the, I mean, this, this is one of those things. It's like I, I, <laughs> I think it's one. Of, <laughs> Around this time of year, you start to reflect on Mm -hmm. the things that are, like, maybe more difficult to deal with. And I've definitely, like, I take, I feel like I take on a lot of stuff. uh, Because I want to, like, be like, I'm just too busy to, like, (laughs) oh, I'm sorry. I would love to go to this thing that I would feel super awkward at. Uh, but I'm actually like busy doing A, B, and C and I have a deadline for D and like, right. oh, we don't even talk about E right now. And like <laughs> that is definitely like a mechanism by which I'm like able to distance myself from mm-hmm. things. And maybe that's something that I wanna like work a little I wanna be a little bit better at. Mm-hmm. Um because I'm not great at like I don't know doing fun things that might be good or might not be good gotcha if, I, if it's not a for, if it's not a sure shot i'm kind of like eh, yeah i don't know
1: so you might be resolving to not avoid things
0: yeah maybe
1: or at least just not making <laughs> yourself busy right busier than you need to be in yeah. order to avoid things i feel like it's I, you could just yeah decline
0: stuff takes me just Stuff take me so long to do because I'm like such a procrastinator mm-hmm. that like I just I spread it out so far and I work on it so slowly that like <laughs> things that could be done in like a week it sometimes takes me like a month mm-hmm. and and that's like lar- that's largely if like there's not deadlines and stuff if there's deadlines I get it done but yeah, yeah. you it's and I like, are
1: similar in that way
0: yeah like if it was my own projects I'm kind of like oh you know it's fine yeah
1: I'll get it done when I get it done yeah
0: yeah so I want to be better about just like getting stuff done. So I have time to more more delineate my work and break. Mm. Because I feel like it's kind of blurry. Mm. Um, Yes. You know, trying to juggle multiple, quote, careers. Yes. (laughs) but We
1: do have a couple of those on the go.
0: Yeah. Uh, Well, speaking of that, we have a project we're working on.
1: We do. And And we can talk about it. We
0: can finally talk about it. We could have talked about it before, but I was like, I didn't want to like... Uh, jinx I didn't, yeah I didn't, uh, who knows um, but we've g- finally got confirmation that we're it's fully going to happen yeah uh, we're making a film
1: yeah isn't that fun so fun it's so fun it's a short film short film I, but, I was talking to somebody about content. it the other day and I was like Adam and I are going to make a movie and then well into the conversation so how long is it going to be and it's like right. five to eight minutes <laughs> like oh okay I thought that you were like making a long movie and it's like no 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 <laughs> We start small.
0: Yeah, that's the next project. We're gonna yeah, we'll, I, I we'll want get I'm going to start working on a feature. We'll get there. Um, but but yeah, for now, we're writing a short film. We're not writing a short It's written. Yeah. Uh, well, you have well, written a short film. Right, that's true. I wrote it. Uh, you're a great editor and content suggestioner. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can't. I don't know how to say it anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, we applied together. I wrote I wrote the script. It's called Baggage. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about these two friends who work in a luggage store that's about to close, mm-hmm. and they're just kind of like living their last days at work and trying to figure out life and all that stuff. Yeah. And yes, yeah, so I wrote the script, and uh, I wanted to apply for this program. It's, there's this uh, filmmaking cooperative here in Halifax that has a five minute film funding program, mm-hmm. and I asked Lisa uh, because we were chatting about it one day. Uh, I needed a producer, and Lisa's like super producerial. So I was like, "Would you be <laughs> my producer?" And we've been doing it for like I don't know what, like six months.
1: Um, I think we talked about it in September because that was when the application was due. But you probably been I don't know when you started writing it, so it probably has been at least six months. Yeah, yeah, probably a little. Yeah, yeah, I came in, a, in a September, couple months out. and the program started in October. Right. Oh, only that long. Yeah. It was wow, a it busy, feels like so. It, it feels like so much months. longer. Yeah.
0: But yeah, I guess it was a lot crammed in.
1: Yeah, like most of our weekends for the entire fall, yeah, one true. or two weekends off, we were f- two full days or yeah. at least one full day, yeah, at the uh, at AFCOOP, learning how to make make a move a short film or at least develop a short film. And yeah. now that we're into the second phase of the program, we will learn more about how to actually get this production. Yeah, side of things off and running.
0: Yeah, we were so lucky. We got through the f- second phase. Yeah, and that basically means uh, the first phase we're like learning how to do it, and the second phase we're actually doing it. Mm-hmm. And so we we got like there's like money yep. and funding and gear and a yeah. crew and real actors, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be great. Yeah, I'm super so stoked. It's
1: like an act. It can be an actual quality film.
0: Yeah, I'm super stoked. We just had a we just read with our actors last night. Mm-hmm. And it was so funny, I don't know, I mean, not to be <laughs> like, this script's really funny, but just like hearing this kind of stuff, uh, the, the, the actors are just so, the yeah, people correct. are very funny. Yeah. And I don't know, I think I'm going to have to stand in a different room while we're shooting because I, I don't, I'm going to be cracking up the whole time.
1: <laughs> You're going to be one of those directors who's just like behind the the screen <laughs> and doesn't watch what's actually happening on yeah. the set. I feel like I we might have to be because I just like, I have a hard in a time room.
0: not being silly. <laughs> and, but yeah, so we're super excited. Mm-hmm. Um, we, uh, it's a couple, the The program lasts for a few more months. So we yeah. shoot in the spring. Mm-hmm. And then for the, you know, uh, time that the film festivals are kicking around. Yeah,
1: we try to get it distributed.
0: Yeah. So,
1: so people can watch it at some point. Yeah. Which is just wild to think about.
0: Yeah. If you want more information about, the film, or you want to read the description, <laughs> you can you can go to Afcoop's website. I think it's just afcoop.ca. Yep. Um, we're on there. Yep. Or you can check out... Uh, that's where you can check it out.
1: Yeah. It's on their Facebook.
0: On their Facebook, too. So you can yeah. have social media, our old school website, whatever you feel like doing. But that's what we're super mm-hmm. excited about. And I finally... Oh, it's so nice to get it out. Because I wanted <laughs> to say it on this so bad, but then I did want this archive of, like, here's another one of the things that didn't work out for you. <laughs> and so... Now it's working out, so it's okay. It
1: is working out. Yes, and
0: uh, very excited to be working with you in the new year. Oh, ditto. It's like a new fun project. Yeah. For the new. It's going to make for a
1: busy few months. Yes. So we don't uh, we don't have a plan yet. We are definitely going to keep this podcast going. Yeah. uh, But we don't have a start date for season three. Three. Yeah. So we're going to play it by ear. See how busy the first couple of months of the winter are, and yeah, um, maybe find some filler material like uh, hiatus. Yeah. material along the way.
0: That was fun last time we put out your, we released your yeah. uh, campaign stuff. <laughs>
1: yes. I wonder if, oh,
0: I wonder if I have any old, I sh- I'm going to dig through the archive. Yes,
1: please uh, do. And
0: by that, I'm going to get my old computer running again <laughs> and <laughs> try to dig through some old weird recordings I have because there's some stuff, there's some stuff there that might be maybe funny. Yeah. Who knows? So, we're almost it's almost the end. It is. It's almost the end, my friend.
1: The, of the year. Of the, of year, the season. Of the season. Of, of the podcast. Of the podcast. Of this particular episode of the podcast. This episode. It's just, this is the end. Everything's ending. To quote Jim Morrison of The Doors. <laughs> Was he the first person? Uh, probably not, but I think he'll get credited with it quite a bit yeah, going that's forward.
0: Well, there you go. Yeah, before we go, we just want to share um, something that's made us laugh this week. Yeah. Um, in Laugh of the Week, which
1: our one segment that has withstood the test of time,
0: withstood the test of time mostly. Uh, I, I don't know why,
1: I don't know. I think because we started it with it right from the get go, yeah. And we've talked about introducing a lot of other segments, right? And then never are... seemed to actually fit them in.
0: Here's a resolution for oh, the podcast perfect.
1: So, on theme. <laughs>
0: Why don't we introduce one new segment next year, like next season?
1: Oh, I think that's a great idea. Could pick a segment and actually, we will add one next season. Make it a part of the, the show going forward.
0: Yeah. Well, I just I've always worried yeah. about people. You know, they don't they, they need to know what we're laughing at, and I don't want them to be yeah uh, disappointed by not for, by us not telling them. You know, even though most of the time we're like, it was I didn't laugh this week, <laughs> <laughs> and it was a hard week. And, yeah. uh, but we find we find something. We
1: always find something. Yeah. And I think the nice thing about this segment, too, is that there have been some episodes where, even though this is a, a comedy podcast, mm-hmm. if we have to put it in a, uh, box, <laughs> a genre box, um, some of the episodes, what we're talking about is not necessarily mm-hmm. humorous. Mm-hmm. So having this segment at the end always kind of brings us back to yeah. our original purpose. Right. Of Leave us on a, a nice laugh. note.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I'll, uh, I'll tell you mine. Sure. Um, I've been watching, um, I've been starting, I started with the, the new season of Nailed It on Netflix came mm-hmm. out a couple weeks ago. Uh, a lot of it's, it's mostly holiday themed. And so it came out in December. And I've been watching this new season. And let me tell you, it is a triumph of television. <laughs> and for a lot of reasons. I think it's super funny. The person who hosts the show, Nicole Byers, is so funny. Yeah. She's a hilarious comedian. She's a great host for the show. She's just, like, out there mm-hmm. and, like, really weird. And the show kind of seems like it's falling apart half the time, <laughs> which is really charming. And uh, and there's also this weird, like, it's really funny, but it's also, like, deeply tender. And, mm-hmm. it, like, you don't expect it. And it kind of comes out of nowhere and it's made me like actually like kind of emotional a few times. Ah. And especially this new season, there's an episode. Um, I, I, it, there's a there's a clap. A, <laughs> there's a cl- there's a clap. <laughs> um, you'll know what I'm talking about when you see the episode. I was moved. I was wow. moved and I'm not moved much. But I was moved.
1: You're not quite immovable. It turns I'm not, out.
0: <laughs> I'm not quite immovable. It's close, but not quite. <laughs> and so, yeah, I've been like laughing a lot at that show. I've been um, watching it a lot, and it's uh, it's a really fun time.
1: Oh, great. And I that's... haven't watched it yet, but I'm a big fan of Nicole Byer because right. she's been on every comedy podcast that I l- listen to over mm-hmm. the past couple of years. So, yeah. Uh, I definitely know her style, and I'm yeah. a fan. So She's so great. I'm going to have to prioritize that show.
0: Yeah. It's it's a really cozy mm. watch, mm. so I'd really recommend it. Okay. Yeah.
1: Maybe I'll get the family in on watching it over the break.
0: Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very good. What's yours?
1: My Laugh of the Week is uh, from, uh, well, kind of bookending, uh, our first ever episode mm-hmm. of the podcast. My Laugh of the Week is from Saturday Night Live. Right. Um, the, this most recent episode, the, the Christmas, uh, episode hosted by Matt Damon was overall one of the better episodes, If not, maybe the best episodes over this season. Mm-hmm. I'd have to go back and check, but, um... It was It was full of lots of laughs. He did this very heartfelt uh, monologue at the beginning about his, his dad and how they used to watch Saturday Night Live together and he'd let him stay up late and it was very sweet and moved, moved me a little bit m- mm-hmm. more than any other SNL monologue probably <laughs> ever has. Um, but there there were a couple of great sketches, uh, one that I really liked, uh, which unfortunately we were looking and can't find on the at least on the global, uh, ver- global TV version that's available online. I think maybe because of music reasons in the sketch, it's not there. But if you can find it some other way. Um, <laughs> there's a great bit with him, with Matt Damon and Cecily Strong doing a sort of lounge act, and she's doing this sort of peppy, weird version of Jingle Bells, uh, and they have some funny banter amidst that. Uh, I'm a big fan of Cecily Strong most of the time. And mm-hmm. um, but one that you can see and that they've even posted clips of on their social media is um, a style of sketch that they've been doing for ages that I'm a big fan of because I love impressions, um, mm. and I love sh- like the short, snappy sketches. Yeah, yeah. And this is one where they're auditioning new potential hosts for the Oscars right. in light of Kevin Hart no longer um, being uh, having no longer having that job, mm. um, and it's just. One great impression after another, and they're mm-hmm. just nailing it. And Adi Bryant does three in the, yeah. in the span of that like two minute sketch. Yeah. Um, and in uh, her, in particular, her impression of Hannah Gadsby, who we talked oh. about earlier this season. So good. Uh, it's a really good impression of yeah. her, and I like these little short ones because. Um, I mean, it does take a specific talent to like stay in a character for that long, but I think there's just as much value and humor in you mm-hmm. just pick a couple of sentences and you deliver those sentences in the style of that person, mm-hmm. and that's all I need. Yeah, and the, yeah, this sketch nails it. There's uh, there's some really great.
0: Yeah, it's so fun. We just watched it. It's hilarious. So mm-hmm. I would also I can vouch for it. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that's it.
1: That is it.
0: Another season gone.
1: Just like that. But not forgotten. Certainly not. Yeah. It's on the cloud. It's in the cloud. Yeah, well, whatever not... the heck that, heck that means. Yeah,
0: I don't know. But yeah, it's up there. Check out the full season. Yeah. Uh, go back and re-listen
1: yeah. to <laughs> season this a, one. happens to be your first time ever listening. Welcome. And can head on back. Yeah. To the back catalog.
0: Yeah. We we I we we don't say it enough, but we appreciate people who listen. Yes. And uh, there's so many people actually listen. I know,
1: I think that's the reason we don't say it enough is that I still can't believe that anybody does. No. <laughs> listen.
0: But it's great. Like I get the little there's a little map in the program that we use mm-hmm. and it shows us there's people all over the actual world. <laughs> Who listen to this show uh produced right here at the halifax public library for Mm -hmm. free in these facilities if you want to make a podcast they didn't ask us to do this but i'm like you can get this is free this whole thing is free you do a quick training and then you have this space for free
1: it's quite remarkable it's
0: very remarkable it's cozy it's bright red (laughs) and uh (laughs) it is bright red so you know nothing's perfect um, but but yeah, check it out.
1: But it makes things accessible. Yeah. To quote Arthur the Aardvark, <laughs> having fun isn't hard if you've got a library card.
0: Well, I think we can leave them with that, because uh, what else is there to say? <laughs> Have a uh, happy holidays. Yes. And.
1: Uh, and make it as festive as Mariah Carey would want you to make it, which is a tall to order to say extra festive. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You can listen to LOL You're Gay on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and wherever you find your podcasts. If we're not in your favorite podcast app, please let us know and we'll try to make it happen.
1: You can find us online on Instagram and Twitter at LOL You're Gay Pod. That's spelled L-O-L-U-R-G-A-Y-P-O-D. And on Facebook.com slash LOL, Gay Pod. And if you would like to get in touch with us via email, you can do that at LOLYouAreGayPod at gmail.com.
0: Thank you for listening. Now please enjoy This Week in Royalty Free Music.